you have better things to focus, focus on your readers and focus on the content that you write. But if you are just starting brand new, you know, do not expect for high traffic overnight. Okay, um, just enjoy the process. The first one to the first six months, it should be a very, en it's a very enjoying process. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Hello, welcome to an edition of your personal branding podcast show. In this particular edition, we want to look at the subject to do uh, social media marketing, and I have my guest Reginald Shan with me. Reginald, welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast Show. Hey, Bennett. Hi. Thank you for the invitation. Totally appreciate it. That's a pleasure. I treasure. Reginald is the founder of Social Media Rush and a blogger since 2005, and been a ghostwriter for about four and five years, counting now. Reginald, tell us a little bit more about you and how you got into the social media and blogging stuff making a lot of money from blogging and consultancy. That's interesting to know. Okay, uh, for firstly, I don't make that much money compared to those influencers out there, but I do make enough. Uh, basically, I started blogging back in 2005. It was just as a simple hobby. My first blog was on Blogspot, and that was just a hobby where I typed what I did for my homework and what I did for this and that. Uh, little did I know, I start making a dollar, two dollar a day within three months. And that was when I was like, okay, this, this could be a good way to actually make some side income. <laughs> and at that time, um, you know, being a school student, then I was like, yeah, you know, a hundred bucks a month. Well, why not? <laughs> and then slowly it became um, an interest and I became very passionate in writing. So instead of blogging um, around 2008-2009, blogging was not enough for me. It was like adrenaline. So I went to create a profile on freelancer, ODES, and slowly I tend to get this freelance job on writing. Yeah, and then that's where I grow myself up. Um, it only started back in about 2009-2010, roughly around there, that I started my own self-hosted domain, um, numerous of them. Okay, until recently I said no more, no more of building such websites. I need to have my own brand. Mm. Um, but that was a little bit late, but still fine. Then I started with ReginaldChan.net, uh, and the latest one would be Social Media Rush. Um, down the road, okay, I didn't even thought about going into consultancy. It was not even my plan at all. Uh, until I have uh, people coming to me and say that, hey, can you do this for my company? and maybe on a one-month basis, on a three-month basis. And I was like, okay, fine, let's work with it. And slowly, it tend to, I tend to get more clients just from my blog itself. And now, I have roughly around 10 clients on a monthly basis. I just not, I focus not to have too many of them so that I can focus on every one of them. And most specifically, will be in social media and, of course, search engine marketing. So would you say that your primary passion back from your educational background to the social media stuff has been, is there any link or just a, a sheer need of maybe just finding a stuff for yourself? I would say it's just plain luck. Uh, why? 
during my schooling time, I did not even think about technology. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I come from a much different background where I do not even have a computer until I was in eighth uh, grade or ninth grade, and in my country that was really really you know you are slow. Okay, mm-hmm. but when I get the hang of technology, I realize that I learn things very fast, and then I tend to leverage that skill into my daily life. So in uh, for example, social media. I do not know much about it, but if I had a passion for it, I would tend to read a lot on it and, of course, experimenting on it. And from time to time, then I realize, okay, this works now. That doesn't work. So I I basically have a black book on what I had did uh, last year, last month, last week. So I can see the graph on how it actually works. Of course, um, failures are there, but you know, it it gives me some sort of confidence that hey, this could work. Yeah. Okay. So now sh- share with us what what worked and what didn't work. If somebody wants to start out in social media and blogging, what are the starting point from your experience, from your background? What worked for you? What didn't work? And what are your advice for uh, the new new startups too? Yeah. Okay. Um. Basically, the most the, the most important thing, the number one factor will always be who is your target audience. Surprisingly, whenever I ask my clients who is your target audience, no, not many of them mm. are able to to explain that. I mean, who are you targeting? Are you targeting Asians? Are you targeting Americans or male, female within the age, you know, twenty, thirty, forty? So, who are actually your target audience? You need to be very specific in that. For example, people who are within twenty to thirty years old usually are more. Relaxed and flexible compared to those who are within the age of thirty to forty. So maybe the tone of you uh, speaking to them, um, the moment of closing the sale is much more different. Mm. And of course, yeah. So basically, who is actually your main target market? So you need to know that. Uh, second most important thing is once you know that these are your people that you are targeting for, what is the problem? People will only come to you for a problem. So mm. you need to find solution for that, and most importantly is you need to find something that works for them, not uh, finding a product, just a product and fix fix their problem. So slow down, example, slow down uh, here, Reginald. First, mm. firstly, you want to identify their target audience, uh, looking at demographics and what they want to meet out to them. The second thing you're making mention is you need to find out what their problem is. And what's, yes. what are the things you want to provide for them, whether they are need or several problems. Uh, let's get a little bit more meat into that. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Um, for number one mm-hmm. is the type of people they are going for. I mean, you could have maybe a $10,000 budget on marketing every month. Okay. But you do not want to waste those money on people who may not even look at your product. Or may not even look at your advertising, for example.、Mm. So you want to make sure that there is a high return on investment, or you are reaching the right people who have the best chance to, you know, close a sale, to get your business. I mean, or simply increasing blog traffic. So you have to be very specific to have in mind what type of people that you are actually targeting for. You may not be right; that is fine, but you must have、mm. at least an idea. Yes. Okay. 
So at least you, beginning you, you might not get everything right, but at least you have an idea of right. your audience, your target audience might be, and uh, for your company. Okay. Yeah, because uh, one of the biggest issue is everyone says, I do not know who's my client, I do not know who's my target market. For me, that is fine. It's very normal. Okay. But what you need to do is you need to ask yourself, what are you actually trying to sell or promote, and who? Logically speaking, who will be the one most interested with that?、Mm-hmm. And at least that is a guideline for you to go, no, to the right path. Yes. Okay, so let's move from there now. Let's look at、uh, the social media platforms. We call it top three or top four. Now we have Facebook, we have Twitter, and we have、uh, Instagram, which is also taking a lot of space. And Pinterest. This、yes. must be the top four. I said LinkedIn, which is business more social. So if if a company is starting out, which of these platforms would you advise, or based on on what you're taking client through, should be the starting point for social media marketing for his business? Okay,、uh, it really depends.、Uh, it depends on the demographic, highly on demographic. Okay, just say for example, I recently worked with a local company. Okay,、mm-hmm. and the in my country, our demographic is only Facebook and Instagram. Where there's still people using Twitter, Pinterest, but it's just not much.、Mm. So、uh, logically speaking, if you are targeting a local business, you need to you know go with the industry that has the best back. Okay, so of course the best choice you know Facebook and Instagram. But at the same time, to bear in mind something to bear in mind a lot is does your product has the visual effect? Okay. So just say if your product has the visual effect, you need to focus more towards visual. For example, Pinterest and Instagram. But、mm. just say if your product are digital products,、uh, you know, podcasts,、uh, videos, training, online trainings, then maybe going for Facebook and Twitter will be a better choice.、Okay. And of course,、um, when you come to, you know, people like to ask this question: What's the best? Social media platform I should invest my time in. What is the best of this and what is the <laughs> best of that? Now,、um, honestly speaking, I do not believe there's a best. Okay, but there is, of course, there is a platform that will give you a better ROI compared to any other platform. Okay,、mm. for example,、um, example for my blog. Okay,、mm. um, I get more traffic from Twitter compared to Facebook and Google Plus and LinkedIn as well. So you know that is how at the end of the day you will be able to see those stats. But for starters, I even thought just like a million people out there that Facebook will be my number one traffic. But after some time, then I realized that it's not working out,、mm. not the way that I want, or not the type of reader that I'm targeting for. Yes. Wow. So sometimes you need to experiment, especially for solopreneurs or entrepreneurs. They need to really start and find out, even based on that what you've stated. You might think Instagram or or Pinterest might help, but until you test and try, you would never really know. So, what are some of your failures、right. that you what what you encountered along the process, especially you going from Facebook and realizing that your most of your traffic is not even coming from Facebook? Okay,、um, I think for me personally, will be the moment that you throw in the towel that you say、uh, I give up on this、uh, particular platform. For example, you may invest time. To test on that platform, but the biggest question will be how long should you test in that platform?、Mm. Okay,、uh, basically one to three months is a very ideal time. But if you are starting out and then you have very limited followers,、um, the lesser follower you have, the longer、uh, testing time you will need. 
So uh, always consider bear this in mind, mm. but I will always suggest at least a three months uh, to give yourself a good idea because you do not want to jump to the next platform without establishing anything that you have done in the previous one. So I did myself jumping from A to B, B to C, C to D, one month each, and I realized after six months, uh, I wasted all everything that I had done because I was not focused enough to create an impact. I was hoping for a fast, uh, things goes viral immediately, and <laughs> it, life doesn't go that way. Yeah. So uh, take your time, okay? Take your time, not too long. Um, usually within one to three months for you to get used to it. Of course, another most important thing is you need to be happy with that platform. So if you're just not happy with it, I mean, go to the next platform. You need to be happy with it. So being happy and being able to use that, you know, using that platform for your business is a, is a win-win. Just don't go for pure business. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's go through this. Social media. I've got to set out on. Let's, let's focus on Twitter and Pinterest. How then do you begin to yeah. amass followers for your brand okay um basically the most important is to create engagement okay for starters you start with you know zero followers okay uh, for the first maybe for the first 500 followers these people need to be the type that have the same interest with you okay uh, follow people who have the same interest with you for example using hashtags uh, search for social media follow the type of people that uh, has the same interest by looking at their bio follow them and what I usually do is after following them I will send them a private mention eh, sorry a public mention and say hi I'm this I'm from here I love social media we have similar interests let's get connected mm. okay um, most of the time three out of ten will respond back to you and one of them out of the three one of them will be you know with the, those are the serious ones who want to build relationship with you. So join them, okay, follow them. And if you do this constantly um, for a new Twitter account, you can follow a maximum of 2,000 uh, followers, okay, and before they cap you. Wow. So use that 2,000 as a good benchmark. Follow people who actually respond back to you. Some people... Um, would require more engagement before they are more open towards you. Okay, a best part of it about Twitter is that everyone should leverage is the Follow Friday, hashtag FF <laughs> Follow Friday. This is only on Friday. I mean, if you want to build followers, hashtag those top guys, those guys who have uh, followers of five thousand and ten thousand. Okay, put them in, tweet them out, and do it maybe three times in one Friday, these guys, automatically, these guys will actually press the retweet button. So there goes instant fame. You will get maybe 20, 30 followers from there, at least. So if you do it right, you'll get some followers. But from time to time, every time, uh, actually, sorry, another method that I actually use to get more followers is when anybody uh, mentioned me on social media, mm. I will connect to them and say, hey, hi, I saw your mention, you know, thank you for that, what you think, okay? The most important part of this is having a call to action, CTA. Mm -hmm. um, by just saying thank you is not enough. By saying thank you and I should ask, what you think of my post? What you think of number three? So, and that will create a conversation. 
well, um, after you made the conversation, the first step, the second step, the third step, that's where you say, hey, um, I think we have good connection, let's get connected. And, you know, this is a long process, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, maybe one year later, two years, you know that the whole list that you have are people who are interested with you, not just who follow you and goodbye. Good. Now, that leads to uh, their second thing. How do you sustain their interest? After amassing some quite number of followers, how do you sustain their interest and able to sadly sell or market to these these ones? Okay. Uh, actually, the most important part about Twitter, if you are talking about Twitter, it will be using the Twitter list. Uh, I sort my followers using their Twitter and uh, Twitter list. Basically, what happens is I have Twitter list of social media, bloggers, influencers, speakers. So I'll put them in, okay, into this list. So I will be able to follow and track what they actually tweet from time to time. Okay, so that is where you take the opportunity to actually get very personal with them. So, for example, if you have a thousand followers, mm-hmm. okay, it is near to impossible to track every one of them. But imagine if you place them in the Twitter list, it's easier to follow. And you will know exactly what these people are and why you put them in. Are they interested with social media only? Analytics or maybe no, they are just a plain bloggers or they are friends, close friends or influencers. So these are people that um, you can phrase specific words just to target these people. So there will be um, segmentation is very important in Twitter. But um, just for the record, Twitter has a very bad UI. Okay, the interface is terrible. It's just a single <laughs> line and there's nothing else. So you need to use your Twitter list or else you will be uh, drowned or you know, drowned in those a sea of tweets. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So what are your best practices? Uh, best practices is I only connect, I try my best to connect with people who are about the same interest with me. Okay. And I, something that I did recently was trying to connect to people who are, um, they are friends of mine, okay, but we have not speak for the past one month or maybe for the past two months. And I will just go and say, hey, hi, you know, how, how have you been? It's a Friday, thank God, you know, TGIF and let's get connected back, you know. Mm. And this, in the long run, these people come back. To you and you know, at, at the end, we become good friends, and you know, you may even say, "Hey, um, let's be on my podcast. Let's be on my video. You know, let's do a guest post." And you know, that's how we create um, opportunity. And of course, in terms of business, do you have any clients for me? You know, we can work out something. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, in Twitter or any any social media, it's all about getting more engagement. Engage with them as your friend. Okay. Um, don't treat them as just solely business, but treat them as a friend, as a good friend. Um, good things will come back to you that way. Mm-hmm. They're not sowing a reaping or karma. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you have a lot going on with you, how do you able to connect or manage all these activities? Social media, Facebook, Pinterest. You keep on doing regular posts. How do you manage um, this? Uh, yeah, yes. Honestly speaking, I think I'm dying. Uh, I mean, I have too many things in my head that I try to be, I mean, to be very honest with you, I'm just trying to be active in three social media platforms. 
one super eight and two more just on the sideline and just being there it takes up a lot of my time okay basically uh, you need to use tools okay the, the cheapest tool out there is Hootsuite okay uh, for about 10 bucks a month you'll be able to schedule up to 10 uh, sorry 50 social platforms that you can um, you can basically can manage all your accounts under one roof so that's a good thing the hardest part is still about you know replying messages one by one okay but at the end of the day i will always say focus focus on that one platform first before going to another um, basically in life you need to have one major uh, social media platform that is the best okay the one that you cannot live without that will be your number one goal um, you can still have a few more down the road if you have more time, you know, then that's fine by all means. Most important is planning and in planning, I use Evernote. Evernote is a great tool to use. You can use a web based on your mobile. Um, it's great. Mm. And a trick here is to use IFTTT. If this, then that. Okay. You use it together with Evernote. Awesome. Okay. For example, mm. um, I read a lot. Okay, I read a lot on my mobile. Okay, mm-hmm. so whenever I read something cool on social media and I say, hey, this is a good uh, information okay, that I could use for my next blog post, I will just uh, send it to my pocket, to my bookmark, and IFTTT will actually uh, send that same link to my Evernote as a to-do list. So which means the next day when I'm you know, um, on work, I will like, okay, this is the thing that I need to do today. So in some way, uh, automation makes me slightly faster and better. But um, the negative side is you tend to have too much ideas in your mind <laughs> and you felt 24 hours is not enough. Yes. <laughs> so in line with this, how do you then have fun in the midst of you being consumed by social media activities and what you need to do? Basically, my fun will be on, it will be on weekends actually. Saturdays is my half day which means I do social media and all my stuff um, during the first half of the day. Anything after that, say after 5 p.m. to the whole night, that will be social media free. Basically, I do not engage a lot. I do post photos of me you know, here and there, enjoy myself, but that's all. Okay. For Sunday, it's another half day for me. I wake up, I check on my meals and stuff like that. Later in the evening, no more social media, no more responding to others. Enjoy something, um, enjoy with your families, uh, loved ones, you know, dinner, uh, have something fun. But um, my schedule is basically tied all the way from Monday to Friday. I work um, basically like 16 hours a day and even my fiance says that I'm nuts and I should focus <laughs> more on her. Yeah, so yes, that's me. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy, she understands that, but you know, being, um, we just need to balance up our time from time to time. We don't need to balance up with our family. I mean, family still come first. So, yeah. Uh, how you got about 8,000 subscribers within a short period of time? I see. You know, okay. Uh, the expression, the, the excellence of list building and using, using some of these tools and your, your, your tips and techniques on that. All right. Uh, basically for list building, um, People will not, okay, people will not sign up for your newsletter if you are not influential mm-hmm. or you have nothing to give, okay? <laughs> so, um, unless you are like Bill Gates, you know, or Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income, 
then people will sign up for you because you have your brand, you have your uh, authority in that niche. Okay, so uh, for people like us, okay, we are in entry level, for example, mm-hmm. to build those lists, we need to give back something. Okay, the best way for me that I do it on my blog is free ebooks. Okay, sometimes I do show in free consultancy and things like people love free things, but of course, make sure that the things that we are giving is of a good value. Mm. It doesn't mean that because it's free, means it can be a subpar level. So, you know, once people have downloaded the ebook, for example, then they were like, you know, this is just average, I could find this info anywhere else, and then that will be an issue. Okay, what you do is, if you want to be fast and you want to create an ebook really, really fast, maybe say uh, within uh, 48 hours, mm-hmm. okay, you may use information that you can find on the web. You can even use information from your blog. That is absolutely fine. But always add in some extra juicy tips that you will not share on your blog. Mm. So being that extra makes people like, all right, this is the thing, you know, that worth maybe 20, 50, 100 US dollars, but I do not need to pay a single cent because it's free. And of course, um, you need to share all those pop-up um, sidebar locations, um, these mailing list areas. This must be at the right place at the right time. Doing too much, um, even before people finish reading and they will get pissed off. Uh, I got a few hate mails saying that my uh, pop-up comes up too fast. <laughs> so. I set my pop-up on a dual basis, basically uh, five, uh, 5 seconds and 23 seconds. So if within 5 seconds, they seize one, they exit, and down 23 seconds, you'll come up another one. So that is fine. Um, basically, if you talk about pop-up, it's a very sensitive matter. Mm-hmm, Some people mm-hmm. doesn't agree that. For me, use it um, in a very smart way. Okay, for example, I only show my pop-up once a day for that specific video following cookie. So, not too much. If not, people get pissed off really, really fast. Um, building a list is fine. Don't ever buy email list. It's not worth it at all. Mm. It could be just $5, but it doesn't worth it at all. No way. And just don't do it. Because you will get crap emails and those emails which are spam. And, you know, it's totally a waste of time, yes. Wow, that's good to you know. Books that I like. I read a lot, but let me see. My favorite will be The Rich Dad and Poor Dad. Yes, that is the book that I love a lot. Ah, Rich Dad and Poor Dad. Oh, okay, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Alright, so very popular book. Uh, that was actually one. I, you see, I'm a very tech guy. I believe in buying ebooks. Okay, so uh, this is one of those books that I bought. No, I bought it from the bookstore and yeah, that is one of those books that I can find in my house. The rest are all sync it's because the rest are all ebooks. So here. Yeah. Oh, okay, well. Uh give us in in three parts your three recommended maybe plugins for those using WordPress uh blog sites and three recommended uh, tools to grow their traffic and email lists, you know, and three tips to take home with. Alright, now, talking about plugin, uh, three plugins, um, okay, so if three plugins will be number one, Yoast SEO, okay, um, that's easiest and simplest SEO plugin to use, okay, no PhD needed for this, okay, just set it up, um, don't worry too much about SEO, just have this fixed up, 
uh, the rest are ready to your cut okay uh, just fix up those meta things um, metadata uh, your twitter cards it does automatically for you you just need to key in your like your twitter handle your facebook id and so on and so forth okay that's number one use seo um, number two that i always use is shareaholic this is basically the share uh, share icons uh, i don't use wordpress icons i use share shareaholic icons is a free plugin as well um, basically sharing articles at the right place at the right time is the one um, I have it on floating on the on the left hand side of my screen floating top starting and at the end of the uh, whole content okay and the third plugin that I would say I mean it depends whether you are looking for a paid or free plugin mm. okay uh, I would say get a mailing list plugin okay just say a, a good one is a ninja pop-up you can get it from code canyon for if i'm not wrong around nine dollar if i'm not wrong okay mm. this is one of the cheapest plugins that serve you great great purposes okay mm. so this is easy to set up just sing you can sing it with anything that you want a meal team and so on and so forth that's fine so this is really really good to get it set up of course um, if you have more investment you can go for more more expensive one but these three are very core things that you can actually use. Yes. But yes, if you are using a WordPress, do remember a backup plugin. Alright? Because I do have a friend of mine who uh, made a mistake, okay? And everything was lost overnight. So yes. Oops. Because of... Yeah, uh, because there was no backup. And he actually accidentally pressed the delete button. Okay, as epic as it sounds, but yes, it happens. So, and uh, it was just too bad. We just couldn't restore it. Any recommended backup tool that works really well for WordPress sites? Um, there Test is it. one called, uh, yes, there is one called as the WP Backup. It's a free version. Okay, it's not bad. Uh, what I like about this is you can set it to send that backup to your email on a daily basis. So, even though your, your WordPress goes down or got hacked, you still have a very, uh, a a soft copy in your email so nothing mm. to worry you will always be smiling yes so let's finish with your with your three take-home points action points for bloggers and social media enthusiasts who want to take their blogging or social media to the next level what are the three most important action steps to take after listening to regional channel today okay uh, number one do not focus in traffic okay don't ever focus in traffic i mean uh, you have better things to focus. Focus on your readers and focus on the content that you write. But if you are just starting brand new, you know, do not expect for high traffic overnight. Okay, um, just enjoy the process. The first one to the first six months, it should be a very en- it's a very enjoying process. So enjoy the flow. Stop put aside those uh, making money, uh, SEO, and um, email list building and so on and so forth okay enjoy the process you know and at the end of the day you will see your list actually grow as you as you write even more okay um second part is the content you need to know what to write for example uh, do not blog just because you like blogging okay i did that when i started blogging mm. okay um i block everything uh, under the sun so if you want to blog blog something that is useful for others okay uh, unless you want to create like a joke site a comic site then that's absolutely fine 
if you are doing those content based make sure those contents are good um, it do not need to be excellent okay it could just be above average then you should be just fine okay and last but not least um, number three is actually a mix of one and two is do not okay do not ever focus in uh, making money mm. okay um, yes do not ever focus because when you get blinded with money uh, and bad things happen okay uh, for example it, it happens to me personally um, my blog wasn't making any money at all okay and i was um around nine months after i created the blog i tend to make around 500 to a thousand a month on my blog wow. on affiliate sales and i tend to got cocky and i thought okay let's do more blogs like this and i'll be rich <laughs> okay and at the end of the day yeah it, it backfired okay it backfired and it doesn't turn out that way so moral of the story is if money comes thank you a lot but um do not focus solely on money focus more towards better things in life example your readers they are the number one don't forget that yes thanks thanks for your tips and advice on all these tools i always ask my uh, guests of this in the midst of all that so what will be your billion dollar advice to the world out there billion advice now this is a tough one uh okay uh, one advice that I recently used to my real friends and my online friends is when it comes to internet life, slow and steady doesn't re- uh, win the race. Okay, Slow and steady um, helps you to maintain where you are, but in order for you to be at the top, okay, you got to think out of the box. There is no more such thing as the slow and steady. You need to grab opportunities as it comes by. I mean, uh, we have seen our own friends doing that. So yes, basically grab those opportunities as the thing comes by. There is no such thing as the slow and steady uh, will win the race. Okay, the, those who are brutal and um, opportunity grabbers, they will actually go up very, very fast. Now, uh, but the important thing that you need to take is that it is a a uh, double-sided blade where it's not asking you to be bad or being uh, against whatever that you believe in but always believe that this is a competitive world so if you want to be successful you have to think like a winner mm-hmm. you do not think um, being good yes is very good but you have to be like maybe 50 percent good uh, a good person a 50 percent is a very competitive person so you you you'll be able to balance up. So um, I know people says you know business being good and karma comes in. Yes, karma comes in. But uh, if you have too much in debt, then you may actually let go of opportunities. Every one of us experienced that. I myself let go of some opportunities that I regretted now. But yes, that that is how um, this thing taught us more. It teaches us more in life. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening. I want you to go to Amazon.com and get my latest book on personal branding. That is Rebrand, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Branding. Get a copy for yourself and for someone else. The book is Rebrand, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Branding. The best is yours.